Welcome to our new podcast series, Round Rock Sunday Sermons. My name is Brad Britton, Senior Pastor at First United Methodist Church of Round Rock. We are so glad you've connected with us. You can connect in different ways through social media, through our live streams on Facebook or YouTube, our website, fumc-rr.org. Use hashtag fumcrr. Also, please leave a five-star review. We are here to walk with you and look forward to seeing you soon, however you join in. In the very near future, we'll be adding community missions to these podcasts, so stay plugged in to find out how you can help. We want you to know that we want to get to know you, to connect with you, and be the church where you can plug in and grow in your faith in Christ. And so thank you. We welcome you, and let's take this journey together. Wow, let's give it up again for our Crossroads Band. Thank you all so very much. As they take a little break, I want to tell you I loved that last song, and it can't help but cause all of us to look into Mary's life and wonder about what she wondered about today. And I love that song about Mary. And this morning, I want to share a song by Mary. In fact, the Christmas story seems to be framed in music, does it not? In the first two chapters of Luke, it's full of songs. We have Zechariah's song. The angels are singing in the hillsides of Bethlehem. There's Anna and Simeon singing outside the temple as they celebrate the birth of Christ. And then there's Mary's song one of the most famous songs in all of Christianity, and certainly the very first Christmas carol. Tom Wright, a scholar, says this of Mary's song. It's been whispered in monasteries, chanted in cathedrals, recited in the small remote churches by evening candlelight, and set to music with trumpets and kettle drums by Johann Sebastian Bach. It is the gospel before the gospel. It's also called the Magnificat because of the very first words in its lyrics. It's found in Luke chapter 1, beginning with verse 46, where Mary sings, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, All generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. So 30 weeks before Bethlehem and 30 years before Calvary, a beautiful and glorious song rises in Mary's soul. But it rises at a time that Mary's in deep trouble She's engaged to her husband-to-be, Joseph, and like every young couple, they've registered at Bed Bath & Beyond and probably King David's bridal. And one day she knocks on her parents' door, and she has to tell them the news, as she had to tell Joseph as well, that she's with child. And that child was indeed God's child, Now, maybe Joseph was convinced, but 
I'm really not sure about everyone else. And it was out of that isolation and that struggle and that uncertainty that this song rose in Mary's soul, a song that still gives us hope today. The first part of Mary's song is a celebration of God's goodness and his mercy. Mary sings, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. In spite of all she was going through, Mary recognized that God was at work. She recognizes and celebrated the fact that God was her Savior and Mary needed a Savior. You and I need a Savior as well. And he comes and is always at work in our lives like he was with Mary. And Mary celebrates this and rejoices in it as she sings, God has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. God had not forgotten Mary, and God has not forgotten you either. He noticed the unnoticed one, this young girl living in poverty in an obscure village on planet Earth. And just as God saw Mary, so he sees you today. Mary reminds us of that goodness and gracious from God, that he's also a God that's merciful. She sings his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation to generation to generation to generation. To generation, that mercy echoes across the landscape of our lives. So Mary can't help but sing because her Savior and our salvation was born in her womb. Through her son, Jesus, God would extend that mercy, that grace, and his extravagant love to the entire world. So no wonder the angels on the hillsides of Bethlehem broke into planet earth to sing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. They announced good news of great joy for all of us. That was Mary's song. And that is the song of Christmas today. Mary not only sang about the goodness and mercy of God, but she also sang about something else we typically don't remember, she sang about God's hope and God's coming justice in the world. Mary's song was not a sweet little hush little baby, don't you cry lullaby. No, not indeed. Her song was radical and it was revolutionary. In fact, it's been banned by three modern day governments. You can't recite it in public because it is so subversive. Listen to her words. God has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, and he has sent the rich away with empty hands. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. God would keep his promise to Abraham, and he'll keep his promise to you and to me, and he would keep his promise to the poor, the oppressed, the forsaken in the world. Our hearts are with the poor, just as our Father's heart is with the forgotten ones as well. Our God will come into this planet to take this upside-down world 
and make it right side up because his kingdom is a kingdom of grace and mercy and justice. That's the promise that Mary sang about, and that is the hope of Christmas. Mary reminds us that our God loves us and that our God sees us. So our prayer for you this Christmas is that his song would rise up in your soul because Mary reminds us that there's no sin so deep that his mercy is not deeper. There's nothing so wrong with the world that God will not make it right. And there was no one, no one so far gone that hope himself cannot save. That is Mary's song. And that can be our song as well. Would you pray with me? Father, stir a new song in our hearts this Christmas. Like Mary, fill our souls with praise to thee above for the beautiful, impossible gift of your Son. May our voices and our lives join all of heaven to sing glory, glory to the newborn King.